Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. Well, that means it's time once again for the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. I'm going to first apologize in advance. Um, I am under the weather as we're recording this, so uh, you should fully expect to hear some background sneezing, sniffling, and possibly a hacking cough or two. Uh, but, you know, we're we're here to do our thing anyway, and uh, I am coming from doing a little record shopping this morning, um, mostly just browsing, uh, but I went to the store, uh, one of the record stores near me, to look for Randy Newman records. And that prompted a question from Pierce. Uh, yes. Pierce, what was that question? Did Randy Newman die? So uh, this is probably going to come out about two weeks after we record this. So Hopefully um, not. If <laughs> Right, hopefully not. <laughs> if Randy Newman passes away within the next two weeks, uh, we will... I don't know. I don't know what we'll do with this, but uh, as of today, while we're recording this, Randy Newman is definitely still alive. Thank goodness for that. Um, right? Uh, just, sure. just, just, and as a side, like, it's not that I didn't know who Randy Newman is. We, we all know who Randy Newman is, be it from, I guess, like, Toy Story. You might have been introduced to him first there. Uh, people was. talking talking about how much they love the LA Olympics or the way my dad introduced me to Randy Newman. I had had those other things, but he introduced me to the song Short People, which is probably top five songs I've ever listened to. So it's, I should have bought that album, Little Criminals. They had it for $3. Yeah. He's, um, he's really great, or at least I think so. We all think so, but I but don't think we're not here to talk about Randy Newman. No. No, we're not here to talk about Rain Newman, uh, certainly. But in some ways, we're here to talk about the people that, if Randy Newman was dead, was, wouldn't know who he is. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, so that uh, that question led to a little little discussion about a thing that uh, that we've noticed people doing, um, and may have occasionally been guilty of ourselves. Um, so. You know, there's there's this phenomenon, uh, and we certainly have seen it with uh, Tom Petty passing away recently, that uh, people have uh, flocked to Tom Petty's music in the immediate aftermath of his death. Yep. And I get the sense that, um, you know, Pierce is, I think, usually the person who has the strongest feelings about things like these. Yeah. Um, but that it strikes you as a, a, a tad insincere. Uh, it it does. It, it it does because tell us more. Well, I'm trying to not. I'm trying to not think about the fact of when if someone just didn't know who Randy Newman is. It's the the instances I think we're talking about is, and I certainly dealt with this recently, and I think I shared it with both of you. I. If, if a Tom Petty song is playing, I would be able to say, oh, this is Tom Petty. But I've never gone and consciously been said to myself, I want to go listen to a Tom Petty album today. It's just not necessarily my style of music or where I'd go with it. 
since he passed away, I have still not done that because I don't want to be one of the people who reacts by flocking to their music and listening to it because it make it reminds me and Max you said it really well, it's a guilt which I should have listened to this when they were alive to appreciate them. Yes. I feel like I need to jump in and defend myself really quickly because Sean kind of put a blanket like people listening to so-and-so after they pass. This is, this is good, yeah. You guys were both in my car uh, a couple days after the news of Tom Petty's passing, and I was listening to Tom Petty. That's different, I think, because I used to listen to a lot of Tom Petty. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily... Like, obviously, the event, his death made me want to like bring it back, but I didn't have that same guilty feeling that I did where I will throw myself under the bus now and say I did after Prince passed Mm because I never listened to Prince music. And I was like, well, yeah, this is, this is really good. And that's where I got that guilty feeling. Like, oh, like I really should have listened to this. I should have discovered this earlier and I I could have actually, you know, you were being reminded as opposed to discovering. And I think a lot, I I needed to defend myself on that. And a lot of people, two different things get to a a death happens. Be it. We were mentioning music. It can happen in written work. It can happen. It happens in artwork, media, (laughs) like painting and things. It's when people discover after the death, which feels a little disingenuous. I know Spotify put up big Tom Petty's, playlist afterwards makes sense that's what people do and they do it for discovery and it's great to discover new music but you can't go i think in the like our second podcast when we kind of talked about concert tickets i did with sunan i don't know if prince had passed away yet but i know at least in my mind when i have this mental list of artists i would pay more than x amount of dollars to go to prince was one of those artists when he passed away i hadn't listened extensively but I had a really great appreciation, and in my head I was like, oh, he tours sometimes. Maybe I'll see him someday. Now I can't do that. Um, and I think I went through the same reminder-type thing. I, I mean, Sean, do you, what do you think of that difference between having a reminder when someone passes away versus this discovery that occurs at death? Well, I, I think it's a fair distinction. I, I also think that there is something to be said. Like, I did. I certainly didn't listen to Prince extensively. I didn't listen to David Bowie extensively, um, and I would say I've probably listened to both of those artists more since they passed than I did while they were alive. But I don't know if that necessarily means. I, I don't think I ran out in January 2016 to say I'm going to buy a bunch of David Bowie albums. You know what I mean? Well, the irony in that is he had just released an album the sure. week that he passed <laughs> away so right. it made sense to do that and and i think that was also one of the situations where he knew he was passing away and put everything into having this last piece of work so i think that there's some type of uh acceptance there on the artist part which is i think it, it very beautiful in a way but with someone like Prince or I, even Tom Petty, who was on tour during this, there was no right. expectation that tomorrow there was going to be no more Tom Petty albums put out. So I'm glad you're talking about things that are possible exceptions because that that's what I want to that that's what I want to sort of pivot to. Um, do you feel like there is, a, a, you know, a, well, what do you feel like is the a, appropriate amount of time? Before it's okay to then discover an artist who's, you know, somewhat recently died. Because, I, you know, it, 
there's no way around it. We were all born in the 1990s. Um, Led Zeppelin was no longer functioning. Wait, hold on. Max, when were you born? Weren't you born in the 70s Max's or the 60s? Soul, Max's soul <laughs> was born on AM radio in 1971. We're coming to you live Max's from WKZY. Max's body was born in 1992. Um, yeah. So, like, Led Zeppelin was done because John Bonham died. The Who, uh, well, the, the recognizable version of The Who with Keith Moon and John Entwistle was no longer a, a functioning ent- uh, entity. Jimi Hendrix died, you know, 25 years before we were born. Um, and, and I know, I know you are not being so draconian as to say there's a blanket rule that you can never discover oh, an no, artist not after at they've all. died. I, I'm not, I'm not charging you with that. But I think that there, you know, if you're going to say it's. Um, it's less than okay to, uh, to you know, sort of flock to somebody you didn't really have a connection to right after they died. Then there has to be an acceptable window for when you can start doing that. So, do you have any thoughts? I don't. I don't think I have a. I don't think I have a window of time. But one thing that I think is important is. Um, I've listened, Led Zeppelin's a good example. I've listened to a little Led Zeppelin. It's fine. I, I know that it's not necessarily for me. I think Tom Petty might be the same way. It might not be for me. So if people, I think if you listen to it right when someone dies and, and I all of a sudden decided, oh yeah, Tom Petty is actually really great and I love it. Then I feel pretty disingenuous because it was available to me. I did listen. I decided I didn't like it. But now that he's passed away, all of a sudden it becomes better. No, it was always there and always the same. And I had it available to me, and I, you know, had a had a taste of it and didn't like it. And well, I somehow think- I think death making it better. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's necessarily true. That's fine, but there's also a, a thing where I, you don't necessarily have to say that death makes it better because David Bowie. Objectively, David Bowie, his music didn't get any better after he died. He wasn't putting out more music. That's not how that works. Uh, I mean, Black Star, in some ways. I mean, okay, you could let's, almost say it got let's, better, but that's let's maybe the exception not, of exceptions. Sure. Let's n- not focus on Black Star by David Bowie. Ziggy, the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars didn't change in quality because David Bowie passed away. No. So, I mean, if you're if you're the type of person who says that, then that is kind of a dumb thing to say, and you should maybe re-examine. But I don't think I don't think that's the same. I mean, if you didn't really listen to Tom Petty that much, and then you started listening to him more, and you realize that you really liked Tom Petty. I, I guess I don't know if there's anything really wrong with that. I mean, the, the timing is not great, but I mean, I have all these books that um, I have all these books on my bookshelf that I haven't read, and I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, like, we both uh, we, we appreciate Chuck Klosterman's work. Um, but I have 
multiple books by him on my shelf that I haven't actually read. And, you know, I guess if I read one of his books after he died, it, let's say I had never read any of his books, but I had them. I did that thing where I buy a book and then don't read it forever. And he died, and I read his book after he passed away, and it was like, oh shit, this is amazing. I, you know, I'd like to think that I could, that I can do that, and that it's, you know, it's not okay, or that it's not wrong for my, you know, it's one, this is obviously great podcasting, me just like <laughs> half finishing sentences. I think there's a difference between like you not really liking somebody and then deciding that their work is good after they died because they died and because everyone is, you know, rushing to remember and your perception changing. I I don't know. I think I think we might be getting at a couple different things. I'm not putting a blanket rule on, on what people can and can't sure. do, like, I don't, I like don't some I, of us sometimes do. Sometimes <laughs> I would do. say two things. One is I know that I personally have felt this feeling of guilt from this sometimes, which is unfortunate, but that's not to say that I, I shouldn't then go on to discover that music. It's more just like, right. oh, wow, like I have had plenty of time to discover this, and now I feel bad. Um, but there is also that kind of like, Oh, it's hip to listen to this artist because he passed away, and there is a definitely something there that's unfortunate. But you can't just really blanketly say like, "Oh, those people shouldn't shouldn't listen to to Tom Petty." Right. But it, it is definitely an, an unfortunate truth. So I would just say like, you know, try to try to discover music as it is. At the same time, I'm the kind of person, as you mentioned, that <laughs> well, you didn't mention it directly, but I listen to a lot of music by artists that are either past or at least certainly past their prime <laughs> in the sense that like you know I listen to a lot of hollow notes and I almost went to a hollow notes concert and then I didn't and I'm really glad I didn't because I would not have seen the hollow notes that I like <laughs> it's kind of the opposite you I'm know glad you know that oh well, yeah so I'm disgusted I, I, and, I, yeah <clears throat> one thing i realized that is maybe an important caveat as well i think sean you mentioning buying the book is you did make a conscious effort to engage with this person and they happened to die a along the way that you were engaging so i mean you had planned on anyways maybe it's it tipped you off a little bit but you're in the mode of the initial discovery beforehand and there's nothing wrong well i don't want to say that. um i think in instance at least where you have to be kind of understanding how would you is i think of in 2012, uh, there's the kind of New York hip-hop conglomerate. It's not as active as it was, but uh, called Pro Era, and that's Joey Badass and some of the related artists. And in 2012, uh, one of the artists, Capital Steez, uh, committed suicide. And he was on. He was really. Much, he was really on the come up as someone. This is same, around the same time Joey Bass's 1999 came out, which is really excellent. And he's gone to, in some ways, stratospheric heights, appearing on Mr. Robot as a pretty important role player in the show. Yeah. Um, Capital Steez committed suicide just as people were starting to uh, discover his music, um, and. I remember we had the underachievers and they performed at UVA in the fall of 2012, I think October or November, not too long before this happened. They're part of the group as well. 
and it caused a lot of issues within the group um, because just the way it went down and some of the stuff Capital Steez did on, on the way to his his untimely end. But that was an instance where if people discovered afterwards, I'm like, well, of course, this is someone who was but a seed in their talent, and you discover it afterwards. When it's early on in a career and people are just starting to discover and it's starting to disseminate, I totally get that. How else would you have known? Someone like Tom Petty, where, as we mentioned, it was there and you just didn't dip your toe in. It's it's the macabre aspect of, oh, they died, and now we're going to go discover, not even just... Uh, re-engage with and again i i really think it's fine it's just more unfortunate that and i think the the thing i mentioned to you guys beforehand and i think about is we have funerals for people after they die the thing we don't do and if i'm gonna make a a book reference here i believe in tuesdays with with maury they have a party for maury while he's still alive because you knew this person was going to die or whatever. I feel like it's the same thing with the music. Stevie Wonder is pretty old. I remember thinking about that when Prince and David Bowie died. I need to listen to a bunch of Stevie Wonder because he's going to go and I want to make sure I appreciate and give him my money while he's still alive. And that's the thing I think about is you should celebrate people when they're there to be celebrated and appreciate the celebration. I think that's I think that's a good rule is, you know, I think that's good. I, I certainly have plenty of Stevie Wonder records for you to come listen to. Much, um, much obliged on the on the Stevie. I, I have I whenever I go to a record store, I, and if I see one that's like less than five dollars that I don't already have, or even a CD, I buy a Stevie Wonder album because he's great, and also because I want to appreciate his greatness while he's still here. Yep. All right. Well, so be. Be considerate, be adventurous, and, and find new things, um, and, and think about think about your motivations when you uh, when a famous person dies. I guess is what we're trying to say, right? Yeah, I think that's that's definitely um, be pure of heart. Be pure of heart. It's it's not unpure to to go and have that natural reaction of someone has. Someone has passed away, and I want to appreciate them in some way. Be, but it's impure maybe, of heart to act like you were a, yeah. a big fan of theirs because maybe, of that. Yeah, and maybe I'm not giving enough credit that this is just a natural response of people, because it is, I to it is. send condolences in the form of a listen. And I, I should be respectful of that. I just, this person was there, and they were, you know, making stuff for the the greater you. Um, and, and maybe we did it... Appreciate people when they're still around, basically. Yep. Uh, and 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 Randy Newman. Listen to Randy Newman. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, do we have anything else to say on that topic? Um, I I don't know. Is it? Do you do you guys have any recommendations of of people that we should appreciate while they're they're, they're still here? I think I just did mine. Well, I'm I I would say that. I'm I'm a little conflicted. Like I said, like uh, one of my favorite artists, if not my favorite, is Paul Simon, and I have had opportunities to see Paul Simon, but I also know that the Paul Simon I I, I see would not necessarily be the Paul Simon that I want to see. Um, so I'm a little personally conflicted there. I probably should still see him. 
Well, it doesn't have to be going to see concerts. You can still buy Paul Simon albums. That is true. Just support support the people you care about while they're around to receive your support, I think is what we're getting at. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. Yeah, so yeah, I'll shout out to, to, to Paul Simon. Love him. But not our not Garfunkel. That he's gonna, I don't know. Uh, you know. Garfunkel uh, can get a shout out. Of Stevie Nicks, too. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> I'm trying to look at like my, um, you know, my me stuff on Spotify and things that I've saved, people that I haven't seen. I oh. think I think with any of it, it's you won't you won't realize what you missed out on sometimes until they're gone, which is kind of the yeah. the problem with this I, entirely. I could mention a few others because I've, I've been to some concerts of some 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 older performers. From, I'm thinking yeah. like. Not necessarily super old, but I'm thinking like I've seen, re- I'll say recently as in the past, I'd say, you know, five to, well, seven years, I've seen um, Bruce Springsteen, Bonnie mm-hmm. Raitt, and Bob Dylan. I, and I haven't seen Bob Dylan, and, and that's one that I've thought about. So, yeah, and, I, and I'm a little conflicted again, because like Bob Dylan, I love Bob Dylan's music. I think he's I think he's one of, if not the best songwriters we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um was he great to see in person? <laughs> I, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one, yeah. but it, I, it was enjoyable, and I, I liked it. Versus, like, Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt was incredible. I highly recommend, if you like her music, trying to trying to see her in person, because she's still performing, um, and performing very well. I, I think in some ways, I also think, to move to books, I think of... Uh, the Game hand- of Thrones? <laughs> no. Well, he could die at any moment. I've read the books. Uh, but... Uh, you don't have to worry about it now because *Handmaid's Tale* was one of the probably one of the most read books this year. But Margaret Atwood is is not a not a spring chicken, though she's still very still very sharp and everything. But if not for *Handmaid's Tale* coming out, I think a lot of people wouldn't have interacted with Atwood's eh, coming out as a TV show. I don't know a lot of people would have interacted with her books. Um, and in some ways, I want I hope people can interact with more of her books and read like *Orcs* and *Crake* and stuff. Especially as you think about a a future where who you know who knows what can happen because her books are all technologies that exist now and kind of how it could go wrong. Uh, books are books are kind of hard though because you you got to really invest to get through a book. All right, fair enough. Uh, if you listen to this podcast and are a fan of Bonnie Raitt, uh, we would like to hear from you and know that you exist. So. Come check us out on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod. Damn. Um, if you have, you know, let us know if you have thoughts about uh, listening to artists work after they die, that sort of thing. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Now it is time once again for Pierce to apologize for something. It's Pierce is sorry. What's up this week? So I think this is going to come out when I'm hopefully, well, depends how you look at it. Hopefully I've returned from my trip by the time this comes out. Um, I have not left yet, or maybe I like it so much I don't come back. In which case, it's been it's been a great run. Uh, Siberia <laughs> is nice this time of year. Uh, Siberia is nice. Um, it's it's really a hacking capital, so there's a lot of business there right now. Um, maybe I'll get a maybe I'll get a cool job. I don't know. But one thing I still have to do, or I did, but one of the things in my circumstance I still have to do before I go on a foreign trip is I have to call my bank, which is actually a credit union, and tell them that I'm traveling. So if I pull some cash out or something, they don't freak out. 
So I call, I talk to a real person on the phone, customer service is great, thank you, Congressional Federal Credit Union. Um, and then, and obviously I'm telling them I'm going to these foreign countries and the person's kind of excited about it. Phone call ends, enjoy your trip, thanks, you too, is my response. I thanks, you too them. This might not even be the first time on this podcast I've apologized, apologized for doing something like that. We talk about it amongst ourselves all the time. Words are important. <laughs> Listening to words, also important. I've apologized for not reading before. Listening is kind of like reading with your ears. I'm sorry <laughs> for failing, not only failing to listen, but also for using a half-assed salutation. Or I don't know what you call the opposite of salutation, like almost a, an exit salutation. Don't don't say you too. Say say thank you. Have a good day. I'm I'm very good about that in the grocery store, telling them have a good day, and I don't have to. I don't have to say anything. I don't even have to say thank you. I can just be a millennial and on my way. I called the bank. It was someone at the bank doing a service for me. It wasn't even a call center, and I gave them a you too. Oh, I thought you were saying you called back. No, no, I didn't call back. <laughs> I should have called back and apologized, but instead I'm doing it here. I'm sorry for saying you too, because that was lazy and half-assed. All right. Um, <laughs> it's time to then close the show with a big idea from pop culture. And on the subject of reading, um, I've, I've been reading a, a new book by a guy that we we love, Shea Serrano. Uh, it's called Basketball and Other Things. And... Uh, as you should be able to tell by that name, it's a book about basketball, but the way it's structured is, is a thing that I really like. Uh, each question, each chapter seeks to answer a question, and the questions are all related to basketball, but they're not simple things like who are the greatest players of all time, what was the best team. Um, it, they're, they're things like uh, which dunks are in the Disrespectful Dunk Hall of Fame. Mm. Uh, should we do a chapter that's just a bunch of lists? I think what is going to be my personal favorite is uh, if 1997 Carl Malone and a bear swap places for a season, who would be more successful? Um, and was Kobe Bryant a dork? So, uh, can I just a, make a? He's a funny guy. Can I make a guess on Go the ahead. Carl Malone thing? Or excuse me, on the book? I haven't read it yet, but I also pre-ordered. Um, Carl Malone is from Louisiana, is he not? He is. I believe he's from Ruston, Louisiana. Okay. Uh, that means that he would be better in the woods than a bear would be on a basketball court. I know that because if you've heard <laughs> Carl Malone talk, he knows how to hunt and kill things very well. <laughs> and if you've seen him, he is a massive human. Well, I, think I mean, he is. I mean, I he's still robust point. and I think the muscular. point is essentially that Carl Malone is a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm about a third of the way through, um, and I'm, I'm very excited. I'm about to, uh, the next chapter on deck for me is called, which NBA players group are you joining if the purge begins tonight? <laughs> um, so, uh, you, you should, you should read Shea Serrano. If you don't get this book, um, then go read him on the ringer. Uh, but he is, uh, my, my hero. And the last time we, uh, the last time we talked about him on this pod, I, I mentioned it in a tweet, and it was 
liked by none other than Shea Serrano, and, and so dude is my hero for life now, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, reading is good. Reading uh, the work of funny, smart people is even better. Um, and Sons of Anarchy, not quite as good, but that's fine. That's neither here hey, nor there. You know what? I'm with him. I like that show. Um, and reading, uh, supporting the smart, funny people who are writing this stuff by buying their books is even better. While they're around. On a website. While they're around. Amen. We should add. <laughs> exactly. Um, May you right. live long and prosper, Shay. Huzzah. That is the end of the show. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at PrettyOKPod, or drop us a line at itsprettyokay at gmail.com and let us know what you think. You can get this and every episode of the show at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com. You can also find various writings there. Um, or you can subscribe to this feed so you never miss an episode. We're on iTunes or most other places where you get your podcasts. If you do that, leave us a rating, review, comment, or just tell a friend about the show. Um, that's how we grow. That's how we, you know, that's how we get what we're doing to new people who hopefully might enjoy what we're doing. We will be back again next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening. Bye.